You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? It's a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We're here to hit our marketing. We're going to do it right now. I'm Drew Shea. I'm Destiny Ray. And I'm Andy Jean. And we're here, y'all. Booyah. It's time to go off. Look. <laughs> <laughs> As you can hear, we got two new people in the building today, and I can hear these sound effects as they go on live now. Chris is too geeked up. Chris said that he is not... <laughs> I didn't even get the joke out yet. <laughs> Chris said that he is not doing no more post-editing. <laughs> that he is done with all the bullshit. <laughs> and now he's doing it live in the studio. And <laughs> I wish y'all could see his face. He's like, Chris, how you feel, bro? <laughs> how you feel, man? Great. Yes. Yes. This shit is so yes. much fun. This shit Come is on. mad fun. Come on. <laughs> if y'all can see it, like, oh, I'm shit. not going to be able to stop laughing. That's going to make me laugh even harder <laughs> I, because this nigga is crazy. I know. <laughs> Come on, little joy. I can't. Bring it to the people. All right, y'all. Well, we, as you can see, we got two new people in the building. We got Destiny Ray. Is that how you say it, Destiny yep. Ray? Yeah. Yes. Real Destiny country. Ray. Destiny Ray. Destiny Ray. <laughs> oh, look, you got to put a little twang on it. Destiny Ray. Exactly. Goodness. <laughs> What's going on, Destiny? How are you? I'm so good. I'm so Tell a little um, bit tell the people who you are. Um, so yeah, I'm Destiny Ray. I'm originally from Texas, Plano, Texas, right outside of Dallas. Uh-huh. Um, grew up there. Um, got into the arts because I took a free dance class at the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Come on, boys. Shout out to the Boys and Shout Girls Club. Shout out to the Boys and Doing Girls Club. Doing it for the, for the kids. Doing it for the kids. <laughs> Giving me a place to twerk and grow. Yeah. You know? Oh, amen. <laughs> twerk and grow. But yeah. Sing. Come on, Andy. Sing. Andy. <laughs> Coming in, right? Let's, okay, we're gonna get to Andy in a second. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I started dancing when I was eleven. I got a scholarship to study ballet at a conservatory. Oh wow! Yeah, and quickly realized that I needed to move a little bit more than <laughs> that. Was not your ministry? Not my ministry, and I had a little too much junk in my trunk. Really? <laughs> yeah. You, now you do got a little back I on got you. A little, I got a little dunk. You do got a little. <laughs> yeah. uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had to Yo, give a flex bomb for it's, that. It's going oh to be so God. many sound effects in this episode. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But you do have, like, you know what I'm saying? So well, you was like, this just not going to work out. Yeah, like, and not that. I mean, you can do that if you want to. But oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. it wasn't for me. Um, uh, but my the conservatory I was at formed a musical theater conservatory right around that time. So, um yeah, and I fell in love. Actually, saw a saw a black girl sing "Be a Lion" and was like, "Oh, I want to dance like her, and I want to sing like her." And oh wow! That is Candace Marie Woods, who's currently in A Two Proud. Really? Yes. Wow! Yes. There That's was like amazing. three of us there, and she was one of them. And so I quickly like took over for her because she quickly left and was Shout on out Broadway. to Candace. Shout out to Candace, inspiring the women. Yes. Um, yeah, so I went there and was on and off. I've always, and I still am like this, I love theater. It's a part of my life, but there are seasons when it becomes my life and then there are seasons when I have to recognize like, okay, you can do other things too. Yeah. Um, what so, you have. 
yeah, I have. And um, so I knew I wanted to go to a university that would give me the space to do both. If I wanted mm-hmm. to pledge, if I wanted to play a sport or do something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I went to Sam Houston State in Texas, right outside of Houston, Texas. Okay. And uh, fell in love all over again with musical theater. Wow. Um, in particular, we did a production of The Colored Museum, and that was yeah. when I was like, oh, You look like a Topsy. Oh, yes. Are you a Topsy? Yes. Were I'm you Topsy? Topsy. Topsy. Yes. Okay, okay, yes. <laughs> you yes. gotta call it. Yes. Come on. Yes. yes, I can see you. I can see you doing yes. a little Topsy Washington. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I, 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 loved, I loved that show, and it taught me black theater which my university really wasn't teaching me mm-hmm. um and that's when i was like oh i'm for real in this like, yeah my history is in this and this is what i want to do yeah, um, i got blood on this stage right exactly exactly <laughs> um yeah so i after that i moved to new york and did a theater works tour and got my equity card and while touring i was like yep i'm not ready so i moved back to texas for a year um, and moved back to New York after falling in love at a community theater with theater all over again. Oh, wow. Um, and so, and, and I went back and forth for probably <coughs> two years. But when I landed here, I uh, didn't pursue theater for a year just to fall in love with the city and mm. figure out what I needed yeah. to survive. And That's important. It is. Yeah, to figure really out what is. how how you settle into the city. How can you maneuver this right. place without trying to be in the rat race as well? Yeah. You know, to to yeah. be in the industry. Totally. What's yeah. your favorite bodega? Right. You know, like, like you know, like these are yeah. important things. Like if you have to do nothing but work your survival job, how right. are you going to live in the city? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I did that, and then I like hit the pavement, and. Uh, since then, I've done so many great regional productions. I've done Dream Girls at North Shore and The Wiz at The Malts and Little Shop at Sacramento Music Circus. I did an all-black cast of The Music Man, which was really yes. cool, Robert O'Hara. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and I made my Broadway debut in 2017 uh, doing Amelie. No, you didn't? Yeah. Didn't you make your Broadway debut in Amazing Grace? No. No, I was not in that one. Why did I think it was an amazing grace? Uh, but you know what? I did do Amelie with Harriet DeFoy, who embodied all of what America... I mean, there was a lot mm-hmm. Lorna did too, but yeah. like... Um, no, I wasn't Amazing Grace. I've been this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm thinking of. That I, that was I love in a, it. <laughs> I love it. It you wasn't me, but I I, re- I received that blessing. Amen. <laughs> I, this whole time I thought I remember you from Amazing Grace. I don't. <laughs> I love that. My bad. That's so funny. I added a whole credit on to you. Because I knew about uh, Amelie. And, I you will know. take the credit, boo. I will take the credit. <laughs> and now you're in rehearsals for? I'm doing the Tina Turner musical. Come on. Hey, roll it, roll it. Yeah, so I, which is a dream. I'm obsessed with Tina Turner. Um, Yeah, so I'm doing that right now. And also, like, I love black women. And so getting to do a show about a powerful black woman is the ultimate dream. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And you also uh, started an organization called Bold. I did. I did. Come on now. Like, (laughs) you're like, what is it? (laughs) So, uh, part of the, like, recognizing what I need, um, through that, I had great mentors who helped me maneuver through the city and learn how to be a leader and learn how to deal with 
the crap of pursuing my art. And I realized that I wanted that for other people. So mm. um, I went through a program that helped me start this organization and uh, met my co-founder, Tia DeShazer, who uh, is passionate about creating new works where I'm passionate about cultivating and she just had a show they went up to she did yes I missed yes. it I wanted to go so At bad but I, stages, yes. the new black leading lady yes um, changing lives yeah. um, did you, you get a chance to see it I didn't get to go no I, a, oh, I know we I had a Tina Turner press event so uh, but there will be another one I am I'm claiming sure. that okay for her um, <laughs> but yeah so between the two of us and our passions for restoring culture mm -hmm. through um, black women being humanized through the arts, um, Bold was formed. And so now have, what organization helped you build this organization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was an organization called Millennials. Okay. Um, it was a faith-based nonprofit that worked with people who were recently moving into the city. Got you. But um, they just provided and gave me money and tools to start it yeah which is really That's crazy important. people need that yeah just getting that initial push just to start right. something it's the biggest thing oh i'm sure you um, know much, oh, child, <laughs> Hello. i yes. started and stopped Praise. so many times right. so. And, 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 and you know that's that's, that's part of it that's part yeah, of it part of the learning process yeah um so yeah that's amazing yeah. and there are tools out there that if you want to start something that you feel passionate about something you feel that there's a community to build yeah there's always a way to start and i get that question a lot too people want to take me to coffee like ain't no need to take me to coffee <laughs> right. Google is your friend. Yeah. There are programs and and, yeah. and ways to start things, and there's always paperwork to file. Yeah, there's always <laughs> something to file. Yes, whether it's tax forms, yes. it's, it's uh, trademarks, it's whatever. You always got to file something. So start looking on the government websites yes. and figure out how to start your organization. Absolutely. Um, thank you, Destiny. Of it's so amazing to have you here. I know. We also have Andy Jean in the building. Hey. What up? <laughs> <laughs> So y'all need to thank uh, Danye, thank Danye and Amber this week for the guests that we have. Uh, she Amber invited Destiny and Danye invited Andy, and we got a costume designer yes. in the back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> y'all can stop writing. Y'all can stop writing me. <laughs> And telling me, are we gonna get a costume? Are we gonna get a production? Are we Done. gonna get a stage manager? Like I'll We're be here. one, I'll be one, but I'm so glad Andy's in the building. Thank yes. you. So we can Thank say because well, we have never had a costume designer on. Thank you, guys. Y'all be busy. Well, yeah, well, they be blessed. Book. Well, thank you. You be gone. Thank you. Well, it's uh it's really a gift, honestly. Yeah. Uh you know, to be uh in New York City, but also to be doing the thing that you set out to do and to be doing it with people who look like you. Yeah. Uh I always uh I think for me especially, I always feel like uh, it's important to, you know, work with people uh, that matter and the people that you work with know that you matter. So yeah. I think that's a, a huge testament into what we, you know, are all trying to do in this collaboration and also really, really build our community of artists uh, on stage and especially behind the stage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, Andy, tell the people about your journey. Where yeah. you from? You know what I'm saying? Where you studied? What's all, all the good stuff? What you've been working on? Yes. What you're going to be working on? Okay, yes. Uh, so, I'm originally from Miami, Florida, uh, and I went to school in North Carolina. Come on, Dade County. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so, um, and, and I went to school in North Carolina, which I loved. Um, and then I ended up just like doing a lot of like regional work, uh, you know, just trying to, because I think at the time I didn't really have the language really about a 
professional career in theater, uh, and especially as like a theater production, uh, as opposed to like acting and singing and things like that. So that was actually really exciting, uh, going to a lot of those USITT, uh, SETC events, you know, where it's like, okay, you in a room with three, you know, hundred other people, and everybody's trying to show off their little, uh, you know, corsets and little things like that, um, which is really exciting, and I'm actually very grateful for Why that opportunity. Why corsets in? Let me tell you, because the corset is what lets somebody know, okay, you know can what, you if they eye. can make a corset, if they can build it by hand, you uh-huh. know, or, but I think the corset, you know, obviously is, um, you know, it's like that, like, um, um, a tool or, or like it, it's the one item I think that a lot of people can gauge yeah. skill okay um, I think which is you know like in terms of like a technical aspect anyways um, so it's very um, useful and obviously you know with a lot of work that we end up doing especially musical theater you know you end up having to use that corset uh, with a little zipper please because you know <laughs> yeah. we need to get out quick but yeah but and so that's kind of like my journey into the um, professional work wise and then I ended up uh, moving to New York freelancing and then I went to NYU for grad school, which I'm super excited about. Uh, graduated and then just been out here, you know, trying to collaborate, meet new people. Now uh, you, I feel like you're being real nice. reserved ah! and. Ah! I'm trying to figure out like what's really good because okay. Yes, yes. So how did you know that you were meant to be a designer? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I went to uh, I went to go see Lion King. I mean, and I swear to God, it was. Um, I mean, I had always been around clothes my whole life. Uh, my mother uh, and my grandmother were both dressmakers, uh, and my obviously my dad was like, "Oh, you better play football," uh, <laughs> and which you know I did. Um, but and you did. did. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, honey, look here. A little linebacker jean. But I don't tell everybody. Anyway, so linebacker jean. But I really, um, you know, and, and obviously, you know, in the South, you know, like you have to do like the 4-H programs. And so I did that as well. Mm-hmm. Like home economics. Uh, anyways, so I did. So I so I was also, you know, just like always part of my, you know, culture and stuff like that. And then I um, really wanted to do that, you know, as like a profession, you know, just to see, you know, what people are doing. And I think a lot of times you get like, oh, are you a fashion? designer but obviously costume design is such a different entity because yeah. it because um, obviously you know it, uh, with the you know w- with working in a production or on a production you know that the tools and the vessels um, are different right mm-hmm. and then it's not necessarily about like putting on you know a garment for this one show right. it's about you know obviously producing content yes you know yeah. and obviously knowing that like whatever you are making you know that it's practical it's beautiful uh, serves all the pieces of the play right. tells that story visually uh, but also like you said can sustain for like a run right. so that's you know what uh, is exciting and about what we do hello yeah. and thank you shout out to the people in wardrobe Honey, hello. Yeah. Right. You know, to, uh, to helping us maintain that image, right? Yeah. Uh, or the looks. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like the path into it. I mean, I'm very excited because I think, um, you know, growing up, I think I would definitely say that I felt like, uh, you know, I had like, uh, you know, two main people that I always really looked up, looked up to, uh, and really admired for their uh, tenacity, but also their work ethic. And that's Paul Taswell and of course Tony Leslie James, who are out here still, you know, yes. repping it, doing it. They are. Um, but you know, so for me, it's always has been um, really uh, inspiring to see them work and, and, and in the spaces, but also uh, provide an, you know, opportunities for other people to come into that uh, world okay. as well. Yeah. And also uh, uh, recently got to meet, um, of course, the Queen of Wakanda herself. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, and so that was really, really exciting. Um, you know, I think that there's a lot to learn. Wait, you for know, the people that don't need to talk oh, about Ruthie it. Carter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Queen of Wakanda. Sorry, sorry. Right. Ruthie Carter. 
Carter, yes. Um, and you know, and 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 she also started, uh, you know, working, you know, in those uh, regional uh, facilities. Uh, and she went to school in Virginia, but uh, started, you know, at the Santa Fe Opera, which I also worked at as well. Okay. And so there was like, oh, Ruth, you know, but but it's just so exciting <laughs> that you know someone has that longevity um, and worked and, in the theater, really, and also you know, right. crossed yeah. over into. And it's a film and TV, yes. yeah, 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 which, amazing. Um, whose work obviously is transcends yeah. and will always transcend. I think our history as you know black entertainers, but also just like black artists and black uh, consumers, right? Yeah, uh, you know, there are some uh, things that we will always associate with her work. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, if you don't know about uh, Andy Jean. You're going to know today, Andy Jean has, done, has uh, worked as a costume designer for several off-Broadway works, including uh, What to Send Up When It Goes Down, Yes. also Good Grief uh, for our good girl, N'Gezi, yes. uh, which I really loved. I really loved. And I thought the costume was really Thank you. great in that. Thank you. Congratulations Thank you. No, for that. Well, you. Uh, good Grief for the Vineyard Theater, as well as for all the women who thought they were mad at Soho Rep. Which my friend is about to play Ruth. Yes. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that, uh, yeah, we uh, start uh, tomorrow, actually. Yes, awesome. we start tomorrow rehearsals. Yes, yeah. and then you're also doing uh, Danye's play, yeah! one and two. What is, baby, come on out. Yes, come on out. I'm excited. With the new group, yeah, we're this, really, this really excited. Whole, this whole cast and creative team with all this black queerness. Woo, Jesus. It Maybe just makes the, my heart so happy. Yeah, no, I mean, Tanya is such a, an inspiring uh, writer, but also an activist. And I think for me, I was just so drawn to, you know, obviously uh, the work through that capacity, mm-hmm. but also just really, you know, on just on like on a human level, you know, he is so approachable and it's so uh, magnetic. And mm-hmm. I really think, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. Yeah, I'm going to brag on you for a second because I was talking about you the other night. <laughs> Andy G is like is not comfortable with all the compliments. Like, what is going on? We're We're about to shower you with these uh, flowers. You're about to get these flowers, bitch. We were talking about you because you start rehearsals tomorrow. And my friend, Bissaratsa Guy, is playing your lead. Oh, yes. 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 playing Joy. And Joy. I said Ruth. Joy. Um, (laughs) And she was talking about the your costumes and how incredibly smart they were Lord, um, because Lord, the show you. just like transcends time and place and yeah yeah and I'll, and I'll definitely talk I mean uh, For All the Women Who Thought They Were Mad is being produced uh, with Soho Rep um, written by Zawe Ashton uh, who's currently on Broadway right now so I'm getting a little yes um, uh, Betrayal please check her out yes. with Tom Hiddleston yes uh, but she's an incredible human being um, and it's being directed by Whitney White uh, yes. if you guys met her she is an incredible force uh, Whitney's you know, out here working uh, oh, 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 uh, Queen Whitney White yes yeah um, <laughs> no but she's really uh, an inspired you know a really uh, uh, formidable force and I think uh, really is we're dealing with a lot in the in the you know in this play uh, dealing with trauma, uh, women, uh, history, and also just like the family unit. So I think it's really uh, important, and we're very excited about that to start it tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome, 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 awesome. Well, welcome to the show, y'all. We're Thank so you. privileged and thankful to have you here. Oh, um, we appreciate you coming in and sharing your experiences with our audience, and I know that they will be better for it. Um, but we're gonna move right along. Anything this. y'all seen that you've recently like, loved or, or uh, want to see, or anything that you're like just like yeah. hankering about? Because I'm going to see um, tonight. This weekend was. Um, oh, don't give me the lion. What is the name of this show? <laughs> I'm going to see tonight. <laughs> What you saying oh, tonight? God, don't get me the lion. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Chris? <laughs> right now. Why can't I think of the name? Oh, it's called um um 
oh, uh, as much as I can. Oh, okay. I want to see as much as I can. I see now. I seen it when it was uptown in Harlem. Yeah. Um, and now it's at Joe's Pub. Um, yes. and my friend Jason VC is in right. it as well as uh, Vasti's in it. Yeah. Um, there there are several different people that I, I know and love in this piece. Um, but I enjoyed the piece, and I'm also trying to see how they're doing it in this particular space because yeah. it was a, a interactive, immersive experience right. before. Um, so this should be interesting. Um, but I'm going tonight at 9.30, and I think they have um, they have two more shows tomorrow. Okay. So they have uh, two more shows. If you're listening to this today on Monday, go and see as much as I can tonight at 7 p.m. and 9.30. So there are two shows. So you have one, two last chances, 7 p.m. and 9.30, Monday night, uh, September 16th. So I'm going tonight. I can't oh. wait. Joe's Pub, Public Theater. Yeah, um, I've never seen a uh, theater piece in that space. I've always seen concerts. Yeah, like it's. I mean, I've seen a theater piece, but they've always been like one woman shows right. or like you know one man show or something like that. Dope, like, dope. Um, and it's just been like them in a band or something like almost yeah, concert right. style. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean, like. Um, so this is interesting. I'm 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 interested to see what what's gonna happen. I love that. Um, how they do this. I yeah. love it. I just saw Sarah Jones sell by date at New York Live Arts last week. Um, one woman show. Oh, okay. I can't remember. Yeah, I've, I've heard about. She's been doing this show for a while. Yeah, she has. Been... I think she workshopped it at the New Yorican years ago. Yeah. And she's been doing it. Um, all over. And it's over. back. Yeah, it's back. It's like for the third time. Like, yeah. This is like yeah, it's for the third yeah. time. Yeah. Back. Did but you? She's incredible. It's amazing. I, I can't remember how many characters, but it has to be at least between fifteen to twenty different characters. Wow. Oh wow. All okay. different gender. And uh, background, race, ethnicities, um, talking about eroticizing um, equality and sex workers, looking at how we look at the sex industry. Wow. Um, And Mm. she's incredible. There are moments when you literally forget that you're watching this black woman. Like, you really think that you're sitting listening to a Jewish woman talk. It's 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 incredible. Um, I love that. Yeah. So go and check it out. Buy sale date. Yeah. Sarah Jones. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I uh, look at me. A little full free promotion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, recently, I will say we're in previews at the WP and Second Stage collaboration. Uh, Our dead dear drug lord. Okay, written by Alexis Shear and also directed by Whitney White. Uh, but previews just started this week, so please check it out. Drop our name. Get some tickets. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love and it's, it. No, uh, honestly, full free press and promotion. <laughs> Uh, I will say, you know, but uh, it's an exciting um, play. It's 90 minutes, uh, but really just kind of follows the journey of, you know, uh, four high school girls trying to uh, create their own uh, identity, but also we kind of see them kind of go through their ups and downs and tribulations. But uh, it's powerful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, y'all, it's now that time for I Said What I Said. (laughs) <laughs> and we in here. <laughs> um, so this week, okay, so y'all, I've been lazy on the I said what I said. Like last week, I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I had just woke up from a nap. I don't know what I was thinking last week. Like, <laughs> just forgive me, y'all. I'm, I, I will do better. Um, so this week, I actually did prepare way ahead of time just because I felt bad. Like, what did, What was I thinking? Like, because, like, you know, when I get down in like a certain lulls in my life, I just, I'd be like, certain like certain days just vanished from my memory i don't know what where they went so like there was a whole week that just vanished um but here we go so you guys have to guess the play okay here we go and the playwright (laughs) 
Um, it, should, it shouldn't do be Do we have that. a lifeline? <laughs> right, I know. Can we phone Chris? Will I lose my theater <laughs> card if I don't know it? I don't Will know. It be I mean, No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. It's not one of those. Like, sometimes they'd be really easy and be like, girl, how did you not know this? But, um, so here we go. This used to be my neighborhood. I grew up here. Yes, it is changing for the better. It used to be horrible when I was here. Crack and heroin. Guy could crack right next door. Now look, a coffee shop, two restaurants, building a gym. None of that was here before, I assure you. I was the first person in my family to go to college. First on my block, too. Yes, <laughs> Exeter, Harvard, then Harvard Law. Yes, I have. I've, I've come a very long way. Never thought I'd be back here, but... Nostalgia? No. Definitely not that. I don't have a lot of nice memories at all. Uh, it was very difficult, but I worked hard. Got a scholarship. Got out. I know I'm not supposed to show enthusiasm. I'm supposed to keep it cool and not let you know so that when you when we negotiate, I can talk you down, but, but I can't. <laughs> I want it. I want this place here. The wave is sweeping through here, and, and before they build another coffee shop, before they build another gym, before the wave swallows up another person I want in, I know this neighborhood. I know what it's worth, and I know what it can be. Look, I have excellent credit and references. I've been working at the same firm for five years. How much do you want? What are you asking for here? Ooh. That was a great performance. Thank you. Oh, girl. <laughs> no, um, thank you, but, you know. Ding, 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 ding. Y'all have, uh, since it's two y'all have 60 seconds. We don't okay. get no clues. No, ain't no clues. I mean, you if you want to ask oh, a question or something, I could possibly I mean, provide you with I, the I, answer. It might not be a Spike Lee joint. <laughs> <laughs> this not is a, a play. This is a play. A play. Oh, thank you. Like, oh, my God. God. Yes, it's not a movie. <laughs> okay. I told you we'll possibly do a movies, but then I thought like, no, that's just lazy. <laughs> okay, so we have our main character yeah. mm -hmm. is... Sounds like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to process the manipulation. 50-50. I know. It could be a zoo. It could be a chica. Okay. Like, wait, hold she on. She could be vanilla. She could be dark chocolate. Okay, so I'm just trying to. I can't. She could be kind of mellow. Sounds like a dude. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> they ain't gonna let me back. They ain't gonna right. let me back. They ain't gonna, gonna let me back. So mad at you! <laughs> oh my god! Don't be mad at me. He's like, I don't got nothing for you. I know. Eddie play with their necklace. I know. <laughs> okay, let's stop. I'm just, ooh, I'm, I'm just, you know, trying to find a, a spirit of an answer. I know. Me too. Well, I ooh. ruled out a lot of playwrights that I thought it could be, because. This sounds very contemporary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's a contemporary play, right? It is. Yeah. Um, talking about the main character is moving back into a gentrified neighborhood. Yeah. So that seems like that. So it's a play about this character. Hmm. And it looks like obviously he, you know, he he's been employed at some sort. <laughs> or she. <laughs> or she. <laughs> that has been employed, uh, or you know, working right, or trying to assimilate right? at a firm for at five a firm. years. Right. Okay. At a Ooh. firm. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Hey. I can I can guess. Guess yeah. Um. No, it's gonna it's it's a pure guess. Okay. And that would be race. 
by by uh, you talking about the play race yeah that starred Kerry Washington on Broadway yeah um that's not it that's not it okay no. oh uh race can um, we get another clue I'm about to look it up right now race was with oh David Mamet no that Mm-mm. definitely Mm-mm. ain't it ain't Mm-mm. the same race okay wait so I mean your time is up oh, the, okay. time is up. the time is up oh yeah. no Damn. the time is up brother Where, where's the sound effect <laughs> Andy is, no. Andy oh my is, god Andy is not moved like oh no oh, <laughs> no Andy's Andy like, like I wasn't gonna get yeah, it anyway no, no, no. Sam look I was trying to mm. yes. Andy was, was grasping for straws me. right it's <laughs> like oh time's up oh no, oh, no. Um, so the play is buzzer by oh. Tracy Scott. Um, nope, I wouldn't have. <laughs> shout sorry, out, shout sorry, out to Ms. Buzzer. Tracy. Shout Tracy out. Scott Wilson. I can't handle shout out to Buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, it's, called, it's called Buzzer by Tracy Scott Wilson. Oh, it went up in 2015 okay. at the Public Theater. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, so Dope. that's the I Said What I Said for this week. Now we're going to get into the Hot topics. Hot topics. Yes. Okay. Come on and sing the hot topics. Yeah, come on and sing the hot topics for us. Hot topics. Okay, Okay. that's it. Let's stop. Let me stop. Coffee. No, you did mm. not. You had just enough. Oh, <laughs> I'm ready for these hot topics. Andy is here. I am here uh-uh. for it. Look, I am here for it all. Thank you so much, Andy, for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got an uh, A selection in there? No. <laughs> you don't? Mm-mm. I know you want to sing a little something, don't you? Mm-mm. No? Not yet. No. Oh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not not yet. Not, not yet. Okay. I love it. I love it. What about it. you, Destiny? You got a little number in you for us. Um, this, was, this is my new favorite thing, and, and because um, your your castmate uh, Kayla Davion, oh, I love her. Set it off for us when she came in one week. So now I'm asking everybody: Do you have a selection? I could. I could. You, I could give you a little. You got something. a little something? Yeah. What you got? I could give you a little home. Okay. From Liz. Everybody knows that song. Yeah. Come right? on. Come on. Let's see. Let's you want it. an acapella? Please. You got a you got an instrumental? Um. So we just gonna have you do it without the music there because we go. I can't find the. Okay. Um, I can't find the, the ah! right track. That's what that was like. We got the keto. Right. Okay. So let's. Let's hear it for right. Destiny's yes. home. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Suddenly my world's gone and changed its face. Yet I still know where I'm going. I have had my mind spun around in space. But I've watched it growing. And oh, if you're listening, God, please don't make it hard to know. We should believe the things that we see. Tell us, should we try and stay? Or should we run away? Or would it be better, better just to let things be? Living here in this brand new world might be a fantasy. to find 
<laughs> you had to go off. Yes. Oh. You know, and I had a couple cocktails last night. Come on. Hello. Yes. Let's just love. Stay ready. Listen, Warm stay up. Ready. Don't they always stay ready? I love stay it. Stay ready. Come on. The vocals All are right. there. Vocals were anointed. Yes, ma'am. I love a little, I love a little home. I know. Yeah, you you can up, never go wrong Yeah, you a served up home. a little home. I, I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're moving on to the hot topics, y'all. Where's our vocal, Andy? Oh, okay. Yeah, come on. Just give okay. it to us one more time. Okay. We love it the first time. We're um, going to give you a little bit. Okay. Well, well, we, I can do a little uh, Georgia. Oh, we were talking about a hot topic, but... Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I want to hear about Georgia. Right. Uh-uh. Don't even it's on the table now. What, I don't know what Destiny was talking about, it's but come on. It's on the table now. Give us a little Georgia. <laughs> Um, oh my. Come on, okay, I don't know if I need the um, is there a little yes, just a little instrumental. <laughs> Come Andy, on, Andy said Look, I came multi, ready too. The multi talented, oh the multi talented. He said, Andy, Gene, hold on, hold on. That's a uh, commercial. Hold on. Come on, yeah, <laughs> the multi talented, the multi hyphenated, right. Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind. said Georgia Georgia a song of you comes as sweet and clear as moonlight through the pines okay that's it Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we lift your name and we praise you. I love her. Thank you. And it's like, okay, like, and that's the end. Oh, look at my China verse. Chris is over here cracking me up too. Because his ass is looking back and forth like, wow. Like, he's looking back and forth at Andy and then looking back at me like, wow. What is going on, bro? Hi, Chris. Chris is having a moment. Chris is like, I've laid out. Right. Uh, what are we doing? I cannot breathe, y'all. I love it. Chris. Oh, <laughs> I love um, Woo, okay, y'all. Woo, okay, this is, this is too much. Okay. Woo, Shonda. Anyway. Shonda Rhimes. Yes. <laughs> Andy. Thank you, Andy. That was beautiful. Thank you. Georgia on our minds for the rest of the day, for yes. the rest of the week. Yes. Oh, my God. So, speaking of the show that you're working on, yes. One and Two by Danye R. Love, my brother, they announced the cast this week. Uh, the cast Woo-hoo. is going to be uh, Jamal Dobson, Neilan hey. Fowler, Woo. and Edward. Uh, I don't even know how to say Edward's last name. How, that's a shame because he was on the show just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, Mari, I think I want to say that. Let's go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Hey, Maury. Um, 
even though it's it's but jokes on Eddie though like jokes like He's that's good. his Instagram yeah so um, oh I didn't know that yeah yeah that's Eddie I was uh-huh. just oh you about to get new uh, two new followers <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah love him jokes uh jokes is it jokes on Eddie yeah or? yeah jokes yeah. On Eddie. Um, that's my brother. I love him to death. We were in uh, the the. That's how we met. Donnie's web series we did a couple years ago. He was in Chicago for a while. He came back and he just recently came I back. Love that. And he's um doing Donnie's show now, which is so great. I'm I so excited. He's perfect him for yesterday. it. Really? Yeah. But he has this <laughs> meme that I quote all the time. Because, what is it? Um, it is the meme where with Monique and mm-hmm. she's like, and it says at the top, it says. When the choir director says, go home because a couple of y'all were flat. <laughs> and then it's Monique's video where she's like, say their names. Oh, <laughs> or keep it on the playground. Or keep it on the playground. So I was in oh rehearsal my and my yes. choir director was like, give yes. I said, say their names. <laughs> well, shout out to the, well, that's great. So we're going to say these people's names. Shout out to Jamal Dobson, Leland Fowler, and Edward Mari. Uh, they will star in this piece, which is described as three young men. One of them will be chosen. They will tell his story, mm-hmm. a story that they're a story they're forced to tell over and over again about his new reality and how he lives with it until he can't. Mm-hmm. Um, the show begins performances November 19th for a scheduled run uh, to conclude on January 12th at the Signature Theater. Um, it is with the new group, though. So the new, new group uses Signature Theater yeah. space. Yes. Um, so make sure you go out and check it out. Please check us out. Come on through. Because you're doing your the friends. costumes. You know what you're doing yet? Hello. Ooh, we have a few ideas. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, speaking of which, um, I didn't tell you what um, as much as I can was about either. It's a collaboration between Harley and Company. That's a show I'm going to see tonight that I told you about a little bit earlier. (laughs) But it's a collaboration between Harley and Company and NYC-based creative studio and uh, Vive Healthcare. The project was made possible through a partnership with hundreds of gay and bisexual men from Jackson, Mississippi and Baltimore, Maryland, who shared their stories, passion, and talents with with them to uh, co-create this piece um it is uh it's equal parts glitter love neon lights and electric guitars men oh. loving men us loving them unexpected family amira faith mothers and sons our collective memory um it is a immersive like theater experience one part story within a story one part extravaganza yes. um as much as i can ask all of us what part are we willing to play in, in ending the aids epidemic in the united states mm. um so yeah those are two glitter. <laughs> 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 but this is it's a wonderful piece and, and also dying is a wonderful piece and both of them are uh speaking to the lives of of um, being HIV positive and how we can sort of end this epidemic of yeah. being um, of, of what's you know killing us um, yeah. and and that you can live and have a full life even if even if you are HIV positive totally. like there's nothing um, that can stop you from doing that yeah. um, so I just love that we're creating artwork to empower that um, yeah so make sure you go and check it out uh, some other hot topic news yeah. going on Brian Stokes Mitchell to jo- join Renee Fleming um, and the light in the piazza. Oh, so if yes. you know anything about through. the light in the piazza, Ugh, beautiful, beautiful such piece. Such a beautiful show. Um, like I don't even be advocating for the white folks theater like that. And this right. light in the piazza is that shit. It's like, right. it's like, um, what else do you want to say? Uh, it's like one of those. Um, what am I calling it? Oh Jesus! Don't give me the lion. I, I hate when I can't think of what I want to <laughs> say. Um, like one of those next to normals yes. yeah, uh, yeah, just for sure. all all across the board just transcends you know race and you can feel like every 
every race of people can be a part of this particular yeah. project and Light and Piazza is one of those things and it I just is. would love to see um, Brian Stokes Mitchell be a part of that where are they doing it um, this is happening at let's see here in my lion in my lion this is happening at um, it's, uh, in LA okay okay um LA, LA Opera's upcoming production. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's um, incredible. He will take on the, the role of Signor, um, opposite Renee Fleming, who's amazing. Yes. And uh, Dove Cameron. Dove oh. Cameron can actually sing. Like, yeah. Um, so okay. Dove Cameron is, is playing uh, Claire Johnson. That's a hard role. It is a hard so she role. She can sing. She can sing. <laughs> um, did you see Clueless? I didn't get to see Clueless, um, but I hear she was incredible. Yeah, like uh, I didn't get to see her in the role because the night that I went was the very last night. But I guess she had lost her voice, and so she wasn't able to to do the show. So go on. Um, but I did see her, in, you know, in Hairspray live, and right. you know, got to see some of those rehearsals right. and stuff. And she can she can sing. Those the Disney kids be talented. They do be talented as hell. Yeah. Um, I don't know where to be finding them, but they be Ohio. <laughs> right? Hello. Right. You from Ohio? No. Oh, uh, I'm from Miami. Oh, how I'm you just... know? Oh, you did say that. You just yeah. Miami, but how you know they be from Ohio? Ohio. <laughs> Ohio, because look, of the little hidden talent <clears throat> and the glees of the world. That's right. All. Um. So that should be cute. <laughs> I, I would look forward to. I actually sort of want to see that yeah. LA Opera House. Go on, go and get it with your bad self. Right. Um. So that production runs October 12th through the 20th at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. Get into it. Um, what else is going on? Did y'all get y'all tickets for Porgy and Bess at the Met? I tried. I really did. What happened? Because there's only one night that I could go, and mm-hmm. that ticket was $300. And I was like, what? oh, okay. I'm going to have to I figure something lying. else out. Not well, we just started a little GoFundMe. Hold on. Right. Father God, we lay hands. But there is <laughs> just a need, right. Not a little GoFundMe. Right. We just need 900 a people to send us a dollar, and then all three of us can go. Right. Actually, uh, 1,200 people right. so we so can Chris invite Brother come. Chris. Hello. Chris, Chris got to come. Chris ain't sitting through no opera. <laughs> look, and I can get us some threads. We will be suited and well-booted. Yes. Okay, get us Hallelujah. the threads. Come on. I'm about to start calling you, because I, I need know. some stuff tailored. And stuff. You Taylor? I do. Okay. Uh-huh. Where you where you uh, where you based? You live in uh, the Bronx or Harlem? Or? Uh-uh. I live in Brooklyn. Oh God. Brooklyn. Oh God. <laughs> they just became a BKer. So mm-hmm. who did? You just became Andy. a Just became? Mm-hmm. Like how long you been there? Uh, a few months. Ugh. <laughs> what was you at before? One forty one. Why in Amsterdam? Right okay, next to the Grange. Oh my God. The great is the shit though. They baby, open so really? late. Why are they open so late? It's, look, baby, we need it. I love it, but <laughs> it's real random that look, they the be is, open to three. But it be it do be like Tuesday night, <laughs> yeah. maybe like four o'clock in the morning. Right. They be open, open up, okay. Like, and I'm not on? mad at it though because I mean I get my whole life sometimes late night. Some I of them agree. fries. And let me tell you, baby, I literally go to the bodega right across the street and get a little chopped cheese and then go into the grange. Oh. And not Andy. Andy. Oh, am I not supposed to say that? Andy. Look, look. I live for it. Go get your chopped cheese and then go into the Grange and sit down and, and have and a drink. And get a drink, but sometimes, like, oh, yeah, I would love a little chopped cheese. Bad and bougie. <laughs> oh, my God. Now the bartender will be like, you can't come in here no more <laughs> with your chopped cheese. Andy is my new best friend. Y'all I love, love you, Andy. I want you back every week. Come, we coming. We coming. I love I y'all. Love yes. I love y'all. Um, so if y'all didn't get a chance to see uh, legendary Grammy um, Grammy Award winning musicians Regina Bell and People Bryson oh, surprise yes. fans of the Broadway production of Aladdin in New York where they were united to sing their iconic yes. rendition of A Whole New World 
Um, so check out that video. I'm actually gonna post it on Broadway Black. I'm actually gonna post some shit on Broadway Black this week, y'all. Hey. I'm gonna post it on Broadway Black so y'all can see it. Um, it's actually really, really cute. Like, I, 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 I live, I stand. So people, Bryson and Regina Bell, the only way to sing a whole new world. Like they're the only original. Right. Like they just don't make it like that no more. I Remember when like the, the black R&B singers used to do the Disney cuts and like release and the lay them out. Lay What's the name from right. Pocahontas? Um, uh, I can't have you have Vanessa Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. You would you would be feeling something. <laughs> yes. <it. laughs> uh, look, I'm not trying to get caught up. Yes. I know my lane. Okay. Oh Truck on the road. Uh, I'm Listen, right here. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> all um speaking of other performances uh kirby jean raymond uh, uh pierre moss unveiled uh the last in a series of three collections at the king's theater in brooklyn okay. uh the collection titled sister began with the history of sister rosetta tharp the founder of rock and roll a queer black woman in the church uh the pierre moss tabernacle drip choir performed a melody of songs um from from Sasha Allen to Motown, Whitney, Anita Baker, Missy Elliott, uh, Cardi B, Tone B. Slade, including um, they did a, they did What Would I Do If I Could Feel from The Wish. Shout out to uh, Shaq Hester, who was a soloist for the songs. A good friend of mine worked oh. at MTC with him. He was an intern there. Um, he's out here just living his best life. So shout out to Shaq shout for out. doing it. He hey, sang the good Shaq. little rendition yes. of What Would I Do If I Could Feel. So, all right Ooh, now, Shaq. that's the song that right is there. It. Yes. What, what, what would I do if I could feel? Oh, uh, hey. That's a, a good... Uh, and you don't see it coming because it's not in the movie. So it's, when listen, you see it for the first time, you be like... like wait, hold on. No, these girls are getting me. Right. Like, what, what is going on? Right. <laughs> what... What? Right. What am I feeling? Just give us a little more so we can feel it. Let the people feel it. You, well, you talking about me? Yeah. Oh, you. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I quit smoking again, and so now I'm coughing every... Yes. <clears throat> I quit smoking, I quit smoking cigarettes again. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, and so... <laughs> you said what I said? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, and he, and he was like... <laughs> Okay, no, not me. I wish y'all could see Andy's nonverbals because <laughs> this is why we don't have cameras in the studio. Because these nonverbals, <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> um, so I quit smoking again. So my like my cords yes. are like um so much mucus. I like y'all can hear me coughing this whole episode because it's, it's it's right back. Like yeah. <clears throat> there we are but um <laughs> come on come on but we're gonna move right along but shout out to um P- pierre moss i don't know why i keep wanting to say pierre moss because i'm country but it's pierre moss i know that, i know that for a fact y'all um it is pierre moss um oh oh this is a scandal oh um, hey <laughs> let me leave me in <laughs> <laughs> scandal. um y'all this is crazy because 
um, this New York pianist. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? Oh, yes. This uh, Broadway pianist who was like a rehearsal pianist. It wasn't like he was like playing in a Broadway show, but he was a rehearsal pianist. Maybe like an audition pianist or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, um, But Justin Brown, a 26-year-old uh, from Manhattan, now faces multiple charges related to sex with a minor, trying Ooh. to lure a teenage boy for sex. Oh, um, a Broadway Jesus. pianist has been charged with multiple crimes after being caught allegedly trying to meet a 14-year-old boy for sex, prosecutors say. A 26-year-old from Manhattan, Justin Brown, um, has worked on multiple shows, is accused of attempted use of a child in sexual performance, attempted criminal sexual act, and other offenses. Prosecutors allege Brown thought he was communicating with a teenage boy on Snapchat and Grindr, but that boy was an underage, undercover uh, police officer. Wow. The officer posing as a teenage boy got a message through Grindr from Brown September 2nd. In the message, Brown asked what the boy's age uh, asked the boy's age and allegedly, allegedly said nice after being told he was 14. Uh-uh. Oh. That, no. Don't <laughs> then Brown that. asked to switch don't. the conversation to Snapchat. About an hour later, Brown allegedly messaged the boy on Snapchat and launched into a sexually explicit conversation that included explicit images. The two exchanged a series of messages over the next few days. Some of those conversations including sexually explicit videos of Brown as well as inappropriate questions prosecutors say. Three days after Brown first met the teen, he allegedly asked the boy to meet up for sex Mm-mm. they chose a, a location in brown and was a, and brown was arrested when he arrived authorities say they found lubricant and condoms in his possession and he allegedly admitted to scheduling the meeting with the child for sex brown also allegedly indicated he had had sexual conversations with other with multiple other underage oh, people um, this case underscores the crucial importance of internet surveillance efforts by law enforcement to protect children from sexual predators um, I hope he ain't black, Jesus. No, he's white. But that was the first thing I looked up. Right. But you know they ain't letting no black man play the piano in no rehearsal for Hell no. <laughs> Right. They, what, Period. What black man they playing rehearsal pianos? Period. Right. Like, they putting you on the tour. Exactly. <laughs> you the rehearsal pianist for the tour. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> you ain't no Broadway show. I'm right. just playing. <laughs> like, I'm playing, y'all. Cause I will say will shout be. out to Alvin. Right. Hey, okay. But, on the side of the I don't know Alvin's last name. But he, he was on Once on this Island. Yeah. Alvin Holden? Probably. He was a music director. Oh, okay. Once on Yeah, okay. Yes. So he's a music director. Yeah, yeah. So he ain't just like a real, just like a rehearsal oh, no, no, pianist. No, 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 no. Right. Right. He's, he's, a, he's yeah. an actual music. Like, he's got credentials. Like Very true. His name is Ho, Ho or Holden? Yeah. Holden? Ho Jr.? Alvin Ho? I don't know. I don't know. He's don't not our MD, but he, he is with us. So I bet well, he's like to go on tour. Shout out to the Once on this Island. Yes. Are you doing Once on this Island? Mm-hmm. I did, oh, um, I did it uh, when they were at the circle in the square. Oh, so you watched yeah. the Broadway production? So you didn't mention that, right? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're collaborators. We're collaborators. He was like, I don't know what to say. Yes, yes I did no. it. Like, <laughs> sorry. No, we all collaborating. We collaborating. Chris is dying. <laughs> right. We, we are collaborators. You yeah. know, soccer, honey. I was living. That's what's all day up. Okay, so you get a little check from the tour too. <laughs> Look, that, so, that nod, yeah, that little nod, like, right? Like that yes, little silent nod. You, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Text the village. Text the village. Look, Andy's so humble. Right. You try to be so reserved and humble. He ain't I'm humble. To... He humble. <laughs> okay. He, okay. Andy is humble. Oh, oh my God, love, love, um, love. Leslie Ogum's and Nicole Ari Parker tap for a pre-Broadway reading of Blue, directed by Felicia. 
Rashad. So Felicia Ooh. Rashad, Nicole Ari Parker, and Leslie Ungum's all in the same piece. Yes. Child, that is Come on. fierce. Which would be Felicia Rashad's directorial Broadway debut. debut. Yes, for Broadway. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I don't... Okay, so this is a reading, y'all. Like, oh, I don't like to, I don't like to you get... You know, it got late. <laughs> right. oh, it definitely got late. Look, it, oh, look. God, there's Friday as we see. That's what they be saying. Oh, that's I mean, you, every show. You be doing right. a show in Backwoods, Broadway Texas. Bound. It got legs. I hear there were producers here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing to say. It is the you, thing. Look, I got look, legs, we might too, be at Feinstein's tonight. But it's got legs. <laughs> okay. Hilarious. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why that takes me down because <laughs> because you know in every show you've done somebody says it. Like it literally happens every show. It doesn't matter if it's like a reading in the hole in the wall. Everybody is Broadway bound, and like that just really <laughs> it really just takes me down. Hallelujah! Like, oh my god! But that's okay. Um, let me make sure. Okay, so just the thing about the star power on the, on even just in a, a rehearsal space for um, this show, I think that that is right? that's incredible. That is that's really dope. phenomenal. Like yeah. I would want to see that. So um, I don't even know what it's about, but it's going to be direct. Oh wait, Felicia Rashad directs the play is by Charles Randolph Wright. So it's a play with music by Nona Hendrix. So we got Nona Hendrix, hey. Charles Randolph Wright, who directed Motown the Musical. Come on, bro. Um, but he wrote this play, and Felicia Rashad directs this play. It's called Blue. Um, it is, let me see what it's about. Um, it's set to play Broadway in spring 2020, it says. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Felicia Rashad originally starred in the world premiere, as well as in the off-Broadway production. Oh, wow. Um Casting a design team in a theater for the Broadway premiere will be announced at a later date. The invitation only readings will be held September 13th and 14th. So I guess that happened this past week. Um, it received its world premiere at Arena Stage in 2000, a subsequent New York premiere at Roundabout Theater and off uh, off Broadway in 2001. So I guess since it's had, you know, two off Broadway, you know, like a regional production yeah. and off Broadway production, I mean, it could be very much so. That it would go to Broadway, so, especially yeah. with all of these names attached to okay. it. Absolutely. Um, that's that's the only reason why I can see this actually being. And then we also have uh, Broadway producer Ron mm-hmm. Simons um, oh, yeah. and Brian Moreland. Oh come on, the seed is implanted in yeah, water. Yeah. So these hey. are people that have actually oh, produced yeah, yeah, work yeah. on Broadway before. Totally. Um, so these have this has all the elements of truth and fact of going to Broadway, but we will still see because you just never know. I mean, getting right. the theater is the hardest part. Exactly. And the white people are the ones that that grant the permission to get in the theater. Gatekeepers. <laughs> like yeah, they're the gatekeepers for. Whether or not you get your show in a theater or not, and yeah. so, um, yeah, we will see. So check out check out Blue when you when you can. I Everybody guess when it comes say to Broadway. Your prayers for this black this black show. Yeah, I mean Thank that's you. that's all black people for real. Right. Like I'm, it is. I mean, it still doesn't tell me what the show is about. That's the only thing I'm like. Like all these people are great. We're gonna have to do some um, digging. It says, infused with a, a jazz and soul score, the play with music explores the complexities of identity and trust behind the carefully constructed facade of the Clarks, a socially prominent family that is struggling with the legacy and pitfalls of their own good fortune. That tells me nothing. Nope. Uh, um, it's, a, uh, I guess, a highfalutin family called the Clarks. <laughs> um, but that don't tell me what it plays about. Right. So, Look, they could be from Connors. We don't know. Right. But we're going to go see it because Felicia Rashad. Come on. Exactly. Queen. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's how they get you. Exactly. That's how they get you because they know you're going to come and see that shit because Felicia is in there. Exactly. Leslie Uggams. Um, but I'm not mad at it. I'm it's not mad. incredible. Yeah, that'd be yeah. 
Um, so they released the first look at the poor game best rehearsal. If y'all ain't got your ticket, I know you ain't got $300, but hopefully you can find a way to get there because yeah. you need to get there. Camille A. Brown. Oof. The voices are phenomenal. Um, just everybody that I know that's in it is like sings down. Right. Like they are classically trained. Um, shout out to my friends, Jasmine. And, um, you know, all the people that I know that's over in the cast over there. Yeah. Like, it's it's going to be insane. So they open next Monday, not this Monday, like the one that you're listening to on the show. Mm-hmm. They did the show come out, but the following Monday. Um, so well, we, listeners, we only just need a dollar donation from one person. <laughs> and we just need. I do think that there are some affordable tickets. You just ain't going to be able to see none. Right. That point. Right. Okay. And right. that's just not my ministry. Right. But I think the, I think the Meg gave me tickets to like. I think I'm on I'm in orchestra I know that I just don't know how close yes okay. you have a plus one um, I don't know <laughs> I don't I usually don't even Asking worry about receive. it until <laughs> yes <laughs> until the day of if I come do, on they I'll said the meek do not eat so right hello hello um, I stopped I stopped worrying about plus ones because like it's, it's it's more difficult to find a plus one than you ever really realize. No, I agree with you <laughs> like, on that. I agree with you on yeah. that. It is really ridiculous. Like, And people always like, oh, I want to see this show. I want to see this show. And like, or you'll say, oh, I have a, a ticket for this show. Like, Do you want to go? Like, right. oh, well, when is oh, I can't go that night? Or right. when you say, hey, I got a plus one for a show. You want to go, well, what show is it? And like, people, right. I hate when people do that too. Like, do you want to go see a show or right. not? Do you want to see theater or not? Do you want not? this free ticket? Are you right. pulling up? Right. Are you, are you like, calling the oops? Okay. Like, and then people will cancel you at the last minute <laughs> yep. for like frivolous stuff yeah because like, they know they don't think you pay for it it's like You're oh it's like, not that big a deal like no it's a big deal to me ho yes, yes. like it means you come in and I right yeah. oh you know me could go to my hair tomorrow so Excuses. Like, right, yeah. this one. <laughs> it took us a second. It took what us a what? second. We were like, oh, Mika's what is she going to do this lace install? Okay. Okay. So your hair looks fine. Thank you. What? This is a lace install. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> took us a second. Look, you better toss it. <laughs> she was made from somewhere. Yes, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh, something else where. Um, so, Slave Play began previews yeah. on September 10th. I went and saw the first preview. Oh, dope. On Tuesday. It's the first time I've been to the theater in a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I say first time I've been to the theater in a little bit, but that means, like, <laughs> if I haven't been to the theater in a week, that's a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, <for sure>. Like, <laughs> that's a long time if I have not been to the theater. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't been to the theater forever, but it's been a week. Right. <laughs> um, I am... So okay, so have y'all seen the play before? I've read it. I You've haven't read seen it. it. Read it. You read it as well. Um, more people. I am so glad more people are going to be able to see this play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've had so many conversations with about it. I have so I've had so many conversations about the play that I just almost didn't know what I thought about it anymore. Right. Like I just mm-hmm. I sort of forgot what what were my actual own feelings and thoughts because I've had so many conversations about it. Right. And um, so I went to go see it again. That was another reason I wanted to go see it again because they asked me for. Um, they asked me to use one of my tweets as promotion for the show and this is a tweet that I tweeted back when it was at New York Theater Workshop and I was like I need to see the the Broadway version first before I give you permission to yeah. use my words to right. promote this show um, because I, I still felt I felt right about my tweet when I tweeted it and then I started to have more conversations about the play and I started to feel maybe sort of a little bit of guilt in a way about, you know, championing, championing, yeah. championing. I can't even speak. Get it out, baby. <clears throat> All this mucus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Andy said, I'll provide something. Yes, like Chris is fired. Chris no, is no, fired. brother, no, you here. He here. Chris he is here. Uh, he is here. Um, he is here. I, you know, I didn't. Um, I felt sort of a little bit of guilt for, you know, commending this work and saying it was brave and knowing that there are some black women out there that are hurt by this piece. Um, I cannot speak for black women. I've said that countless times. I don't want to see um, us stepping backwards in race relations when it comes to 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 dialogue about this topic. Um, But I also not even but I believe that the that this play has made some changes for the better. Oh, good. that and I'm, I'm still deciphering whether or not it's because I knew what was going to happen already or it was because of the care that was taken in in the beginning that wasn't there before mm-hmm. because there was a certain uh, um, there was a certain level of I don't know if it's some of the dialogue was changed uh, Jakina Kalakango came in and beasted this role of Kanisha and she opens this show and it set the tone in such a different way than Tiana Paris did mm-hmm. um that it's it it felt like it set us up for success going into the second act where normally when the first time I saw it I went into the second act sort of angry and sort of like confused and conflicted and this time I went into the to the second act intrigued and okay. um, still a little confused but also um, a a desire or a yearning to know more. Um, in the confusion because the confusion was clear this time. Last time the confusion was very muddy. It didn't feel, it didn't feel, um, it just didn't feel clear. The mm-hmm. the intention didn't feel uh, clear to me. What what were the intentions here? And, and um, but this time around, it was just something about the way that Jakina approached the role, um, the clear and stark differences of when they're coming in and out of this role playing situation yeah, right. that. Um, that made me feel better about the entire play as a whole. Yeah. Um, I'm still questioning about the third act and what I felt about that, but that's, I think, for interpretation for anybody. Well, yeah. I don't think the third act is necessary at all, um, but um, it's there, and I think that that it's it's it leaves a little bit more to chew on um, for the remainder of the show. I think we can just be just fine with the first two acts, but I think that the third act gives you more to chew on and more to think about, and there's some really cool visual things that happened um, in reference to the the text and the dialogue uh, that connects some things for me. I don't want to give it away, but it, yeah. it connected some things for me that were really unique and interesting, which I enjoyed, um, but didn't think were absolutely necessary. But that's just my opinion, my creative mind. Yeah. Um, I can't speak for this production, this creative team they obviously thought it was necessary and wanted to do it and they wrote it and you know did all that and I thought it was really great um, to experience this piece and to see that um, it didn't lead me into a rage like it did the first time okay Um, and so I don't I I just managed to see how what other people are thinking about the play now that more people are seeing it so get there they're actually having a um, did you hear about this where they're having a blackout yes I did hear that yeah Um, I think that's like what is that Wednesday or something you got a you got a message Uh there's like two days oh I I have something to to share on this that goes that is so in line with what you said okay Um, I was at an event for our show Tina the other day and Roxanne Gay was there and she was getting ready Mm. to go see Slave Play Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm gonna be watching her tweets okay she's about to let Um, it out Roxanne Gay wrote Bad Feminist um incredible incredible person um but she said i saw slave play tonight it is incredibly smart 
Some of the best acting I've seen on or off Broadway in years. A remarkable set. The show as a whole is incendiary. Incendiary. I always mess that word up. The show as a whole is incendiary and moving and hilarious and brilliant and uncomfortable and painful and true. It is a must-see show. They need to cut 10 to 20 minutes from the second act. Yeah. It, it just needs a rigorous final edit. But damn. We'll be thinking about this show and probably writing about it. Yeah. She loved it. Wow, okay. Um, yeah. So I, I think that your feeling was shared. It sounds yeah. like yeah, um, some edits. It's and it's 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 just a different piece. I think it's bringing yeah. something. You know, we're in a in a in a season that's um, flooded with you know jukebox musicals right. and and um, Disney yeah uh, musicals to have a play of this sort of stature because I think that white people used to get to explore all the time with uh different types of of imagery and um uh, topics that we just don't get and so this is a sort of a, I feel like a move in the right direction to be able to get some out of the box topics sure. and yeah. and different perspectives of of black experiences um which makes me excited about which I really love and and want to see more of but the only thing that worries me is that the reason why this was greenlit is because um i don't know just i i can't say that i i don't want to say Ooh, he said ah look here <laughs> let okay me, let, me, let me roll back before like let me roll back and say yeah. what i really mean to say a friend of mine was telling me i was actually trying to get a friend of mine to go see this play um actually my friend crystal uh from the re and I was like, uh, Crystal, I want you to see this play. I really, you know, it's called Slave Play. She said, it's called Slave what? Mm. And I said, um, it's called Slave Play, but you know, it's, it's not about what you think it's about. It's, I just think you should see it. It's, you know, I would really be interested in your thoughts on it. You know, I always try to get her to go see plays. Yeah. Um, I really push my friends to go see like good, good plays. Right. Of course, yeah. Because um, they rarely ever go to the theater. Like the last time we all went to, get to the theater together was set it off live. Um, yes. And okay. so I really try to push them to see good theater. They don't always make it, um, but I'm pushing her to try to go see this. And she was like, <clears throat> "I don't know if I really want to see that. Anything that has the word slave in it that white people are right. in favor of, just don't yeah. really feel like something I want to see." Um, and that's just true. Like, yeah, when white people are comfortable with slavery or right. any aspect of it or any mention or, mm. and not necessarily saying that they're all comfortable with it. It's just, um, it just don't feel yeah. all the way good. Totally. And so um, I can understand if you don't want to see it. Right. I can understand if it's not something that you want to subject yourself to. And that's a conversation I've had with a lot of black women. Mm -hmm. It's like the same conversation in ways different but in ways around watching when they see us of like do i want to subject myself yeah. to watching my struggle on stage oh when they see us was hard it was hard it was very it hard. was painful Ooh. yeah like excruciating yeah. yeah and do i do i need to subject like as my body like thinking about it. i think what helps me in this particular piece is that this is a a, a woman and these are black people feeling as though that this is something that they need to experience for right. themselves to have some sort of healing. Totally. Which I can appreciate and understand. And I think what what allows me to um, digest this particular piece is that I know that there are black people that do this sort of shit that I don't necessarily agree with, yeah. um, that are hurting, that are self-hating, that are self-inflicting, whatever they need to in order to get by. 
And I know that that is a story or something, and it may right. not be to this particular degree. You know, this is a made up story, but there are people that right. are hurting and are doing, and maybe they might not be hurting. Maybe they actually enjoy this sort of role playing thing. Right. Um, yeah. Which is disgusting. I mean, I shouldn't say disgusting. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's, it, I just, I don't understand it. Right. I don't get it. I don't, um, I think something is wrong with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you want to role play and do something in this manner, like I just think something is totally. you're not you're not right in the head, and right. that's I mean that's my opinion. Yeah, but I know that there's you know some make America great again blacks out there. Right. That, <laughs> and, but you know I I left I will say I left okay. reading like after reading it, my two biggest takeaways were the one is. Wow, like I've never thought about how slavery slavery impacts relations relationships, mm-hmm. um, specifically intimate relationships when yeah. you're an interracial couple, yeah. where sex is about power and about vulnerability and submission and how that works when you're dating somebody yeah. white as a black person. And then I do have questions about the end, and you know, one yeah. day I'll get those answered. Yeah, you know? maybe you might play Kanisha one day. <laughs> Who knows? Would you play Kanisha? You know, I, I in this moment of life, <laughs> no. Look, we're, we're not gonna block no blessing, okay? <laughs> but you know, I I have I have done work that I said I never would do because of how I, mm. it does not align with where I am right now, mm-hmm. and I make room that that might change. You okay. know, so I understand yeah. that. Yeah, Andy, what's your kink? Oh. <laughs> uh, I didn't get no uh I didn't get no uh Venmo or Cash App. So as soon as that clears, we can move further. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Listen. I'm kidding. Lord, don't think. I, I'm not I'm not no shame in your game. No, like, right. Look, sex work is a viable uh industry. <laughs> it's work. It is work. Yeah. Oh my god, let me stop. Oh my god. I just came out of nowhere. We just got paid. Oh my goodness. I just came out of nowhere. I was role playing. You roll with me. I, I was role playing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my goodness. Yes, I love it. Okay. Um, so, Billy Port is in a new film called Like a Boss with Tiffany Haddish, Rose Brynn, and Selma Hayek coming out January 10th. That was good to see him in like a mainstream movie. Yeah. Um, we haven't really seen him do that. something too. Um, is he at the Huntington? Oh, he uh, is. Is he? Wait, he's directing what? Um, a new play? Mm-hmm. Is it a new play? Wait, I thought that I thought that got moved. Uh, I thought he was... Jay Bernard Calloway. I cannot oh, think no, of it. Miss. Um, no, I thought that got moved. I it's saw them in a the... picture. I just... Uh... Jay Bernard Calloway. Wait. Um, I know you lying. Uh, uh-uh, uh, he's in, in Boston. Yeah, yeah, at the. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, is it? Um, it is. <coughs> oh, uh, the purest. Yes. By Dan, by Dan McCabe. Yep. Um. Oh, okay, I didn't know he was directing it. I think I did. Yes, I did know this. Um, I just forgot. I mean, maybe we talked about it a week previously, but. Um, it's good to see him doing a new movie, like yeah, doing no, a mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in something like this mainstream, it'll be out in like theaters. You yeah, know what I mean? that's gonna um, be nice. Yeah, because I went to go watch the Kinky Boots. You know they recorded Kinky Boots. Yes. Yeah. But it was a London version. 
at know. New York Public Library? No, 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 no. They recorded it for oh, like right. and like they put theater. it out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like um, now, was it Broadway that? HD or something yeah. like that? <laughs> but they recorded the London version. You know, the like, London folks don't be singing like we the, do. It ain't the same. They it don't ain't be the singing same. like you know. They can act and everything, but they don't be we singing. We love them. We love our brothers yeah. and sisters across the pond, but it's a little different. Yeah, everybody don't sing like <laughs> Cynthia. Everybody ain't hey. a Cynthia. Right. Um. So it's like the, the music wasn't the same. I was looking. I'm like. You know, Lola sings. Yeah. Like, low-key, Lola it, be singing. the house down, as yeah, the people say. like, yeah. we, right. need, we need a vocalist. All of that. Yeah, like, so it was just a little, like, ugh. Damn. So I had to go back and watch, you know, bootlegs of, of Billy singing. <laughs> um, but Shout yeah, it's out good to, to see. the bootleggers. Yeah. Hey. Thank, hello? <laughs> we be needing them, hello? Like, it's, it's necessary. Like, we, we thank you so much. I, I say it every week. Um, so... Uh, hashtag book shout out to hashtag book they yes. do like a series uh, all the time they always have like interesting series and stories and um, and uh, you know engaging with the community they have great engagement with the community um, and I just love I enjoyed it it's hilarious so shout out to to both the ladies at hashtag book but this particular week um, they had people uh, who told their stories of how they auditioned for a show, commercial movie, and didn't didn't book it? Mm-hmm. But they saw that they went in a completely different direction, like a different direction with casting. So, uh, yeah. like if the character breakdown would say, you know, looking for a pe- person of color, female, uh, then the role will be given to a white male. Mm-hmm. Um, has that happened to? Has it happened to you, Destiny? Like where you've seen a final project where something has happened and it was given to not who they auditioned for? Ah, uh, good question. You mean like? I saw all black women in the room. And that's not who, yeah, that's not what happened when you saw the project. No, that hasn't happened to me, but I I have been in finals for something and then it was an all white cast and I was like, why didn't y'all just just Do bring that. the white people that's in that's what y'all were going yeah. to yeah <laughs> no, I don't get that uh, what, look, what go ahead what are you going to say no, I was going to say <laughs> how you doing uh, I had a homegirl she texted me she's like hey do you have any like southern or like cowboy hats or boots I said I probably do And but she was auditioning or anyway so they had a call for Nashville mm-hmm. and they had put you know seeking all backgrounds women of color all this stuff and so I was like oh girl come on Nashville that's a check oh, yeah, but you know they didn't cast right. uh, no women of color. I said, this is some hot. <laughs> and it was sisters in there, honey, look, with Afro King, you know, everyone trying to get, uh-huh. you know, the good yakki out, you know, to, because obviously we know what this is, show's about. Yeah. Shout out to Nashville. And but it's I think, so, it's so like, what are y'all doing that for? It's so offensive because it's like, you weren't. A production, wait, a production of what? No, Nashville. no, 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 no uh, it's a TV show. N- oh, Nashville. 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 Okay, yes. okay, got you, got you, yeah. got you. So she was like, hey, I need some kind of southern boot, you know, uh-huh. a little cowboy something, a little belt. Uh, see. Push through. So I came. Because we show up because we're like, oh, and then you see, like, especially in theater, you see that after they've recast, they still aren't bringing women of color or yeah. men of color in. So then you're like, y'all never had any. Like, I saw... Shout out to Wicked. I'm so excited for Britney. Like, but I saw they announced their new cast, and I was like, y'all still, still have not ca- like Britney's right there. <laughs> it's like she's literally right there. Like you still, I, I don't want to see your just, update. Why don't you just put her in the role? Right. Like just cast her as the part. Right. Like she doesn't have to be the standby. Like she can just right. play the part. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. won't do that after 15. One of the powers that be, exactly. honey. You never right. Know. Exactly. Anyway, it's frustrating, but um, if you have a story of that nature and you want to share it with Off Book 
audience. Make sure you email us offbook at broadwayblack.com. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear all about your your experiences with the theater, all about your questions. You know, if, if there's somebody particularly you want on the show, email us and email them too and tell them that, hey, we want you on the show so we can make sure we get, you know, make the connection happen. Yeah. Um, so we really do try and we thank y'all so, so much. Um, Andy, have you ever had an experience? <laughs> have you ever had an experience that you would like to share that uh, sort of showed you how to operate in this business? That showed you what it means to look like you and be like you, um, and and showed you how to really move in this industry. Is there anything that you like a defining moment? Um, in oh your, my goodness! In your story. I don't feel like every day. I mean, um, <laughs> come on, every honest, day. No, but I mean, I um, as far as a costume design, because I'm, yeah. I'm really looking for. <laughs> Um, experiences that costume designers need. I don't know what your life yes, is like. Yes, no, no, like, no for sure. Yes, like? I mean, I think for costume designers particularly, I think the struggle that we often face, right, is that sometimes a lot of the institutions, uh, and again, I mean, this isn't at every institution, but in terms of like the uh, off-Broadway circuit, sometimes like the setup isn't always great for the costume entities, right? That, you know, obviously there's dressing room, but just in terms of staffing and things like that, that's often uh, like that there's not a costume, you know, hired person in that position so I think sometimes that's often like okay because you have to come in as a designer but also as a project manager right to make sure that hey I need to make sure that you know that these guys have things in and for rehearsal um, you know making sure that you know that the moving pieces are there when they need to be so I think that's something that obviously having to navigate but you know I mean it but it's a thing that we're you know constantly working towards and it is improving so good yeah. awesome yeah. thank you for sharing of course um, we're gonna move along to one gotta go. Ooh. One gotta go. <laughs> one gotta go. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh no, this is not the same. That's not. That's not the game. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Just <laughs> delete. Just <laughs> no, it's six degrees of separation Ooh. this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Ah! messed up it's six degrees of separation so here we go uh this is where i say two names yes and you have to connect them i love it the first name is little kim okay make the six degrees of separation to andre de shields Ooh. okay we should start with andre DeShields, okay right? yes um we could go <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So we got to think of all the projects. Okay. Uh, we could go the Stephanie Mills route. Yeah. I think that's getting us towards commercial. That's like, probably smarter. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. So Stephanie Mills. Well, you got to start with. Oh, so you're going from Andre, Andre to Stephanie. To Stephanie. Okay. Stephanie. Yeah. So, and why, what is that connection there? The Wiz. Okay. On Broadway. Just so people know. Like, yeah. Hey. Because Andre DeShields was the original the Wiz yes. and Stephanie Mills was Dorothy. Yes. And so Stephanie Mills too. Oh, uh, she did the Wiz Live with um, Neo. Oh my God, yes! And, and with um, David Allen Greer, right? Mm -hmm. And with Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Oh my God, who else? Oh my God, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. So I feel like Queen Latifah did Ladies Night with Lil' Kim. Boom, there you go. Ow! <laughs> okay, honey, that was... That was quick. That was, that was actually six. really good because yeah, that was like four. Like, that's crazy. Boom, boom. Come on. You did that. I you love that You did that, game. Destiny. I love that game. <laughs> because I had, um, I was, 
This said, uh, uh, Lil' Kim worked on a song, a, a no-no remix with Mariah Carey. Okay. Uh, Mariah Carey sang I Do Believe in the Prince of Egypt. Ooh. And Brian Stokes Mitchell played Jethro in the Prince of Egypt. Ooh. Brian Stokes Mitchell and Billy Porter um, did a Shuffle Along together. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Billy Porter did Dream Girls with Lilius White. Ooh. And Lilius White was in Gotta Dance in 2015 at with... Chicago's Bank of America Theater with Andre DeShield. And Paper oh. Mill. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's a good. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like okay, that because it's real. Well, it goes no, yeah. through the Broadway community <laughs> yes. for yeah, real. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you got that. Congratulations, yes. y'all. Come on, y'all did that. She's out here. Look, Andy, you got all the sound effects. <laughs> right. <laughs> I am Between Chris it. and Andy, listen, we are we are covered. Covered. Got it down, packed. Okay, so now it's time for the. Okay, I just had enough time to pull up the email. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was still holding it. This is but real like, serious. <laughs> it's time. Okay, who we got here? Who we got okay. Um. Ooh. Uh. Okay. Oh. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, okay. That was uh, that's the letter I wrote, read last week. Um, I think I can read this. Okay, it says, "Hey, off book, you can say my name on air." What's up? This is from Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine Jess. says, "I'm trying to my best not to write a dissertation." Um, my name is Jasmine, and I've been listening to Off Book for almost a year. And I'm writing this letter as I listen to the second episode Donnie Andrew put out this week. And I got to say, I appreciate the realness you brought to the episode, and felt compelled to write a letter of appreciation. Oh, that's so Aww. nice. Um, I'm an actor, teacher, director, playwright, etc. When I discovered y'all, I was in my second year of teaching high school theater in New Jersey. Did theater in high school, went to college for theater, graduated with a, a self-designed uh, theater education degree, and started teaching immediately after graduation. At 24, I found myself dealing with some real depression and resentment to the art that I fell in love with. Hello? Off Book reminded me why I love theater and has shown me that there are folks who look like me doing the damn thing and making their dreams come true, all the while facing the same shit I faced and slash am facing. Because of uh, all three of y'all, I am dreaming again. I hear Donnie talk about his writing and I dream about what my writing would look like on stage. I hear Amber talk about being booked and busy and I dream about all the stages I can be on. I see Drew carving out this space for black people in theater and hear him talk about auditioning and overcoming anxieties and I dream of doing the exact same thing. I'm listening to you all and I'm crying because you all saved my dreams. Oh my Aww. God. Hey Jasmine, we love you. <sighs> y'all, that's emotional. I'm trying to save my own dream. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I can't oh, see I love the computer no more. You don't have to no apologize. <laughs> that, that is special. You become people that I genuinely care about. And I talk to my theater friends about y'all as if we've actually met. And to listen to you this week and see what space you're in mentally and emotionally made me want to say say this. Thank you for creating this platform, for carving out this space. Your work and your voice are valued and appreciated, and you're helping people like me dream again. 
even during the darkest of times. No matter what, that's the gift you all are leaving for the world. And maybe this letter isn't what needs to be heard in the moment. And it is in no way dismissing how you're feeling. I hope you see it as an affirmation that you're doing amazing work. Um, and it is greatly appreciated. In closing, since I ended up writing a dissertation, anyway, mm-hmm. off book is on my vision board. I dream of sitting alongside y'all and Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, boo. <laughs> and doing the damn thing one day. So keep doing you because you're making a difference in people's lives. God bless. And once again, thank you so much. Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine. oh my God, that's incredible. Oh, give me a bowl. Yes. Come on. I didn't read that ahead of time, so I wasn't expecting to cry, y'all. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. No, no, no. It would be <clears throat> no, 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 a puddle. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Jasmine. But you know, you guys are doing the work, which is really incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jasmine. I really appreciate that, and that is exactly what I needed to read mm-hmm. um, on today. I really, really appreciate you reading, uh, sending that in. Woo. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna move on. along before I, because I, I'm. I'm about to lose it. So I'm going to move right along. Thank you so much, Jasmine. The next letter comes from Ladarian. Hey, Ladarian. <laughs> he says, hey, off book, it's your boy Ladarian. I know I haven't sent in any questions or anything in a while. Thought I'd come in and say hey. As you know, from my love of theater and drag have been combined to create my drag persona, Rustina Rose. Yes, um, come on through. I hope I'm saying that right, Ladarian. Uh, plus size drag queen who speaks on equality and inclusivity. Having this outlet allows me to still perform as well as create a platform to speak my opinions on things going on in the world. My question for you guys is, is have you guys ever have had or will have another outlet for you guys to continue your creativity that isn't just performing? Thanks for reading and I've attached a few videos of me performing mostly of the ones of Amber Mons covers. Yes. So he's taking yes. clips of Amber Mons singing and done covers I like drag performances. It's so amazing. That is so, so cool. I need to see it. It is so oh, I'm going to show you. Come on, it's so amazing. So uh, congratulations to Ladarian. But have you guys, um, well, you talked about this because yeah. you started bold for that very, yeah. very reason. We've just been talking totally. about that. What has been the most fulfilling experience uh, with that? Yeah. Um, I mean, we, uh, so many things from the micro things that aren't, you know, fully publicized to the full community, like having mixers sometimes when only three women show up and yeah. just mm. getting to sit down and commune with one another and talk about life and vulnerability be vulnerable with one another yeah. um those are fulfilling but then are the macro levels of um like we got to honor you drew you did um thank you yeah, yeah. it was our pleasure um we uh, it meant a lot oh it and because you mean yeah. a lot well, thank you yeah you mean a lot to our community um and uh for those of you who aren't in the city, we partner with Actors Equity um, for an award ceremony around Black History Month where we honor black um, folk that are doing the work to transform the way yeah. people see and experience theater. Yeah. Um, so we got to honor, we've gotten to honor some incredible people and Broadway, you with Broadway yes. Black. Yes, come on. I appreciate it. Yeah, so those moments are so great, but it's hard. Yeah, and I think it goes along with what Jasmine wrote. Um, I think a lot of Black folk are multi-hyphenated because we know that uh, we have the capability to do a lot of things, mm-hmm. and it's so great and it's so fun. But I think as a performer, when you've known you wanted to do something from a very young age. 
And then you start to see things come up, other dreams come up, whether that be drag or whether that be teaching or whether that be writing or mm-hmm. it sometimes avenues. feels like you're dying to a dream yeah, to make room for other things. And so, you know, like you said, there are weeks where, you know, I don't post anything on bold. I don't send a newsletter out. And yeah. like, because I am, I can get caught up in like, how do I make space for both of these things? You yeah. know, how can I love both of these things and give them the same attention and the same energy without feeling like one is, um, taking over and i think that that's the challenge of being multi-hyphenated is learning how to just let them intersect you know and not even balance i think it's the like letting them intersect because they're never going to balance each other out you know that's true too yeah it's learning how they fit with how they flow with one another and it's hard to get into that flow (laughs) you know so um yeah but it's important yeah what about you, Andy? Anything you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's, um, you know, I think as artists, you know, we are always, and I, I find myself uh, guilty of it too. It's like you're looking next door, you know, at your other neighbor, at, at someone else. And I think we have to really hone in and just like, okay, I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I have a purpose. Uh, my gift is my gift and it's not anyone else's. Mm-hmm. And I have to share that with, you know, and, and, and that's what we're here to do and, is, and to share that gift. Um, and whatever you know, in whatever medium or whatever capacity, um, but sometimes it is harder to like find that will. Yeah, and stuff definitely. Out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you um, for joining us this week. Amazing. Uh, oh my goodness. Make sure y'all check out and support these beautiful black artists. Yes. Destiny and Tina Turner musical Come coming see up. Our show. Yes. What's been the most fun about the rehearsal process so far? Y'all. I have two. I never just have one. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Two is like for real, for real doing choreography that I've dreamed, you know, that yeah. I've been doing since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an amazing team and they have spent extensive time with Miss Tina Turner and we'll be doing a step and they'll be like, no, 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 you don't have it. And our, our choreography, Anthony, will flip his computer around and literally show us video of Tina Mm. teaching them the step. And so just watching Tina, who is like very particular about her choreography, um, (laughs) break down a step for you is like, what is, what is my life? You know? Um, So that's a dream. And then like it, it started in London. And so moving here, it being an American story and seeing the way that we naturally, there are days we sing, you know, we black folks sing yeah, happy birthday and then we go into the Stevie wonder. Right. Yes, That's yes. Just how Watching it is. our British team just look at us in amazement as we're in 20 part harmonies, yeah. singing <laughs> and birthday. dancing, yes. just watching them see our culture and fuse into the story yeah. in a way that it just can't. You know, elsewhere, elsewhere. I yeah. mean, they're killing it. I'm Don't sure, get me course. wrong. Yeah. Um, but like, and it just is bringing in new elements and new songs that you haven't heard in the other recordings. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. It's been cool. I love it. Andy, we'll be yeah. seeing you. Yes, in your um, work. Yes, as please. A new group. As a new yes. group. Um, and uh, 
And we start rehearsals in October, October 15th. And what show are you doing right now, you said? Oh, currently right now. So we're going to start with uh, uh, For All the Women Who Thought They Were yes, Mad at yes, Soho yes. Rap. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we look forward to reach out to these people, these beautiful black artists. If you have questions, I have a question for you. What? Um, hey. Don't we have a questions for me? <laughs> I got a question for you, the host. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you asked me on the show. I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, because we look to you for gauging how our the community of black folk, what, what you know, like how we are, what direction we're looking at, where we're going, what what's our future what is one thing that uh yeah just one thing you want us to be thinking about in this week of the podcast for being a community and um yeah changing the way the world sees us what is one thing that we can be um, doing or thinking about i was reading a um i was reading a twitter story so a twitter thread by um Jack A. Harry, and she was talking about her um, her experience auditioning for Two Two Seven, and how she went into the audition room, and uh, well, she got booked. She got booked for this uh, to audition for this piece. She was being flown to L. A. and she got on the plane. Just knew she was it. Like she's, like, I'm getting this part. I'm going to L. A. And before the plane um, took off, about fifteen other black women, same type, same build you know, all got on the plane to go to LA for this audition as well. She's like, oh, well, shoes. Well, I might as well have some fun. And so they had fun and they, you know, talked and they, you know, uh, kikied and laughed on the plane on the way to, to LA. They got to LA, got to the audition. There were about 250 more people. Wow. Same type black women for, for this TV role. So she said, you know, I didn't think I was going to get this day. I had me audition for Mary and I came in and Mary's supposed to be plain. And, you know, I came in with like these plain orthopedic shoes, this, you know, shapeless skirt. And says she went into the room and was boring. And then the, the creator asked her to read for Sandra. Said, come back, you know, read for Sandra. So she left and she changed her dress into a short little mini skirt and um, did what she had to do. And she went into the audition room and had fun. At the end of the audition, she came out. And she said she was laughing and kicking with her girls. They came out and said, ask everybody to leave except for Shirley Ralph. Shirley Ralph got called to stay in the room and the rest of the 299 other women had to leave. And she was like laughing and kicking. She said, "You know what? She went home and and oh, they went back to the hotel or I guess where they were they were staying. And they laughed and drank all night and just had a good time. Yeah. And she said she eventually got the call, but at that night, you know, she was mad at everybody. She was like, "Oh well, screw her and screw them. Like right. they got the part and I didn't know. Well, screw them. Like she's mad at everybody. Like everybody talking, you know, talking about everybody. And she was just saying that at the end of the day." Nothing turned out the way that she expected. She ended up getting the role of Sandra and being on 227 that catapulted her career into something different. And But at the end of the day, she said she had fun. And that's what I want to have. And I want you all to remember in going into auditions and and, and, uh, putting yourself out there. Have fun. Connect with your black people. You're not in competition with them. Connect with each other. Lift each other up. Support each other. Then go have lunch afterwards and and kiki and laugh about how your 16 bar cut or how the piano player wasn't, (laughs) the pianist wasn't shit or whatever. You know what I mean? But support each other. And I also think about um, an instance. See, I have two. You have I love yes, it. Completely. I'm here for it. Um, I also think about it in an instance where um, a young actress, who I won't say her name, came in for an audition um, at Manhattan Theater Club one, you know, when I was working there. And I could just tell in her spirit something was in distress. She just wasn't all the way there. And she came in and signed in with me and I, you know, gave her the, told her what she needs to do and where she was going. And I said, hey, breathe. Mm-hmm. It's all right. 
I'm sure you got this. Like, I'm sure you're prepared. Like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And that's all I said to her. I didn't know what she was going through. I didn't know anything. She said, thank you. And, you know, left and went off to our audition. Um, later on, she found me on, on Instagram and DM me. And she said, I don't know what it was about your energy, about, um, she said, I don't know what you saw or what you felt, but you just telling me um, that I got this really stuck with me and it helped me and I appreciate you for just taking that moment and that's what I want us to do I want us to take that moment with yeah. each other yeah. Um, yeah. and remember why we're here sometimes we forget and think that we're alone and we we um, we lash out at each other when we think that we're alone and we are yeah. by ourselves and nobody else is experiencing the same things that we do we intend to lash out and I'm yeah. I am um, I'm not any different right um, and so I just want us to remember that we I need not to lash out at each other. Yeah. Um, that we're not in competition with each other. We're not fighting each other. Um, we're only here to present our best selves. Yeah. And 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 other people have to make the decision whether or not our best selves are for them or not. Um, but it's always going to be for us. Our best selves are always going to be for us first. Right. So be yourself, best self for you first. Um, right. And that's what I just want you to be your best self for you. Um, and share that with the world. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, True. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. I love. Thank you for asking the question. Nobody ever asked me questions. <laughs> thank you. You've been dropping gems or whatever. Okay. Well, you, I mean, <laughs> look, golden yeah. nuggets. I don't know. Hello. Little life or whatever, you know. <laughs> I love um, but we thank y'all so much. We appreciate y'all for tuning into a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. I'm Drew Shade. I'm Destiny Ray. I'm Andy Jean. And this has been Off Book. We out, y'all. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.